Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid back nature. He's a family man and being a country mega star while also having seven kids, you know, he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. KFI AM 640. You're listening to the John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. We're on the radio for one until four. And then uh, after four o'clock, uh, the iHeart app for the John and Ken on demand podcast. Millions of downloads this year already. Millions. So uh, it's, uh, it's the thing to do after the show is over. Catch up on what you missed. All right, some of our headlines today, Hawaii is burning and Barbara Ferrer's on trial. How's that, that for a good duo? How about that, huh? No, no. Barbara Ferrer is being sued. Ah, we love it. First Amendment. You'll Boy, find out all about that story later on in the show. We but, had her uh, sized up as soon as she opened her snout the first time. Her snout! Yeah. <clears throat> Things I didn't expect today. Well, I should have. Uh, it rained on me, which was kind of exciting. Any rain where you were? No. Rain drops. Yeah, those, the tropical no. storm that was passing through is apparently it's very cloudy and uh, I got rained on. Not heavily, but some big drops <laughs> fell for like five minutes. It's kind <laughs> of exciting. When when you lived on Long Island, would you ever say that out loud in front of your friends? It's like I, no, I got, but I got that's a on. different weather <laughs> system that they have there. So I got rained on today. But a few drops, really, it was something. Yes, but if I was on Long Island. And there was a fire. I would have went, holy crap, a right. fire. Because we never had fires like we do out here. No. Uh, so we'll also cover the uh, big fires that are burning in Hawaii, at least six of them on the, uh, some of the islands, Maui and the big island, Hawaii. My best so, friend and her family, uh, they had to evacuate last night. They're in Maui. 
They're in Maui. Oh, mm-hmm. Bad yeah. timing. Yeah, just, really it was a bad. vacation trip. Yeah, vacation. They were uh, they were in a rental house, and uh, the fire was really really close to them, so they had to evacuate. Fortunately, they were able to find a, a play a hotel room where all of them. Their extended family too. There were eight, there's eight of them, so they were able uh-huh. to. Yeah, there was one room left that can accommodate them. Apparently, Maui's the uh, Maui's the only island I ever visited twice. Oh, oh, and that's the only one I have not visited. Well, not the only one, but I was on Oahu and the island of Hawaii yeah. two years ago. I was there, but I've not been to Maui. Oh, no. oh, you're missing out. People were uh, people, Maui. It's Maui's I, amazing. But I want to see things. I don't want to sit on the beach. You can see so, things. I like in to Maui. see the volcanoes. I like to see what's going on. The Big he, Island has people were jumping into the ocean. Yeah, I was just going to say that, right? Yeah, because that's... there was nowhere to escape from, so just jump in the water. That's not likely to burn, is it? <laughs> not likely. No. <laughs> you never know. I mean, what did the head of the UN uh, say the other day? The the guy in charge of their climate project. Oh, you're right. Global boiling. Boiling. So you could jump right into a boiling pool of salt water. And that includes the oceans. Remember that's, that's right. that guy who picked on you in the El Segundo Times said 100-degree water off of Florida. That's right. Global Something boiling. that happens for a few hours of one day now becomes the permanent headline. I know. Right? Right. Right. <laughs> it's the end of days. The other thing I saw, which I shouldn't say I, I would have expected to see, but I was a little bit surprised. A father and a daughter playing outside on the sidewalk wearing masks. <laughs> masks are back. Then I went to a grocery store, and there were several women marching around with masks. Yeah, the masks are back. And John Definitely. sent the latest El Segundo Times story from the last writer that's left there covering this, good old Rong-Gong Lin II. Rong-Gong. Rong-Gong's been on the COVID beat since 2020 when this all started. What? And, his, and his latest story is COVID-19 is heating up all around this summer. Should we be wearing masks again? <laughs> Now and they always st- go to UC San Francisco. Did you notice that? Yes, <laughs> it's a different doctor than I remember seeing. And actually, a doctor up there we've had on the show. Remember uh, Doctor Gandhi? Was it? Yes, Monica Gandhi. Right. She's good, but a couple of her colleagues up there are nutbags. <laughs> and he found Doctor Peter Chin Hyphen Hong, who said uh, it might be a good idea, right? <laughs> Especially if you're sitting on a plane or you're going to places where there's a lot of people, crowds. Uh, he thinks they should consider bringing it back for public transit and airports. Oh, my God. Is he crazy? Yes, he is crazy. And if you Bring don't back choose masks. to mask up, be kind to people who decide to wear masks. No, mock them. It's I've a, never publicly berated anybody for wearing a mask. I think, thoughts are all in my head. I, 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 I think we should start. You don't do it either. Huh? I want I'm you to like, go into the Whole Foods and start mocking the women don't you wearing think that's masks a that idea? you talk about. I'd like to see you go on a tirade. I'll go well, with you. We'll both go do it together. Or, well, maybe not a tirade. We'd be joking and mocking. And, uh, <laughs> walk up and cough on them. Is that what you... <laughs> One guy did that to us once. We weren't wearing masks. But, oh. But... but <laughs> I think my wife was. We were outside early, early days of COVID, and we walked by this guy, and he, he looked at us. Went. <coughs> my wife yelled at him. That's not funny. <laughs> See, there's anger and mocking on both sides. That's right. Uh, it says here if you're going to go to an up an upcoming wedding or a vacation uh-huh. abroad, oh, yeah, yeah. it might be a good time to mask yeah. up ahead of the big events. Not 2020 anymore. Please have a test That's- kit available. 
So <laughs> same old. Remember that was nonsense. Barbara Ferrer's fears last week that uh, we I, don't know all the people that have tested positive that have home test kits. Well, they're not included in the data. Uh, if you look deeply in the story, and by yeah. you probably di- wouldn't have read this because you would have gotten tired of the nonsense. Oh yeah, the I, San Fran- I got to the end. San Francisco Department of Health said. Currently, we do not expect more severe disease or hospitalizations if you're up to date on your vaccinations. So, um, yeah, because one of the experts, they said it isn't so much about hospitalizations. It just ruins your life for a while if you get sick. You don't want to get sick. But the thing I say again is the masks are no guarantee. Everyone thinks they put a mask on. Oh, I'm protected from all infectious disease in the world wherever I go. There've been and a, it doesn't always work that way. There's been a lot of conflicting research. There's on how, false security that comes with that on on how efficient uh, masks are. It's kind this, of it's kind of a religious belief for some people. There's not necessarily the science to back up their belief system. Do you see this woman in the? Oh no 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 no. I'd fell into this one. Dr. Sarah Cody, the Santa Clara County Public Health Director. Oh, no, they were the nuttiest. Right. Why am I reading this? They made the answer. I didn't know it was her. I saw the name Cody fell ill after eating indoor in an indoor dining hall at her daughter's college. You should see the way she grasps her pearls here. I just stood there and thought, well, if I go in and dine at this event, I'm at risk. On the other hand, if I go in with my mask and don't dine, that's not going to be really lovely for my daughter. Right. And so I thought about it, and I made a decision, you know, I just thought for her, I'm going to take off my mask and go have lunch. And then I got COVID. (laughs) But I guess people, even up in Northern California, people are mocking mask wearers. She felt intimidated. She felt. Don't remember, Santa Clara County is where they made the Sunday night football team wear a mask, so they were covering a football game. That's right. Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth had to wear masks while on TV in an empty stadium. And the 49ers eventually moved their practices out of state because they didn't want to deal with all the masking crap from that dopey county public health. Well, it was her. It was her. Right. Well, that's why Ron Gong calls on her. Well, it happened to me, Rongong. Why right. it happened to me? I was going to go to my, uh, my my daughter's graduation, and and I was going to wear a mask. But then I thought, well, then people would mock us, so I didn't wear the mask. And now look, my life is ruined. <laughs> I got a cold. I've got the sniffles. <laughs> my nose is running. And my favorite story of all time about Santa Clara County: they went after a restaurant for playing music that had lyrics. <laughs> you see, that violated the idea that if they get people singing along, they're going to pass COVID. That's right. You'd be expelling COVID germs. They were investigated for having music with lyrics playing. Outdoors. On the Outdoor, sidewalk. Yeah, I think it was outdoors, yeah, right. People were seated outdoors, and they weren't allowed to sing. So they, they had to get rid of the outdoor music. They didn't want people to sing, and they thought if you have music with lyrics, people will sing along, and then they could pass COVID, right? I guess you can just play instrumentals. Where people can hum along. <laughs> no, you can't hum. Some people hum with their mouth does, open. What, does humming pass COVID? <laughs> humming passes COVID, yeah. I, I did Some people that. are open-mouthed hummers. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> oh, yeah, that didn't sound too good. Oh, you just got her exhausted. <laughs> she can't believe you said that. I, I'm appalled. She is appalled. I'm appalled. All right, we got more coming up. Johnny Kent, KFI, AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio. It's funny I. how that came out. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Deborah Mark awake? Sometimes you see her nod yeah, off, Yeah, she right? does. Yeah, I'm awake. I'm awake. Yeah. Right. I had my matcha tea today. I'm good. 
Oh, that's right. Mm. That really that's good. It gives you extra energy. It does. It it doesn't have as much caffeine as a mm. cup of coffee, but it's it's really healthy for your body. You didn't see the health warning jolt. on that, did you? No, there's no health warning on matcha. <laughs> oh, okay. And I, I added a little uh, oat milk, caramel mm. oat milk. So there's a little sugar in there and <laughs> water. And mixed it all up, and voila, I'm ready. You give some to John. You know what, what will happen? It's green, Ken. Matcha, matcha man. <laughs> oh, look at that. Nothing green. Will she be. does. See, I only do the songs because John hates it, but she likes I it. I love when you do. <laughs> I pun. Well, thank you. <laughs> You're really John too easy. John hates it. Always hated it. I like when Ken If I drag that. a song into anything, he hates it. Mm. Oh, pretends he's not in the room. Here's a quick reminder, and then we've got something triumphant to announce. Uh, the mm, <laughs> I said the matcha line, the moist line is coming back <laughs> day after tomorrow. Uh, you uh, can connect to the moist line using the iHeartRadio app, the microphone icon, or use the toll free number one eight seven seven moist eighty six one eight seven seven six six four seven eight eight six. All right, Eric, do you have something triumphant? Horns, excitement. Yeah. Oh, this is good. This is real good, John. What was what's been one of our biggest stories the last week? The beatdown at the 7-Eleven in Stockton. Oh yes. <laughs> the poof was that comes out. Uh, yes, yeah, that, that of course has gone viral. That's gone. I think there's a new term for it, ultra viral. The, the Sikh employee with his wooden stick. <laughs> Beating that uh, shoplifter, the repeat shoplifter, while he was on the ground, just repeatedly whacking him. One, two, three. We could always pull that audio out if Eric can find it again. Oh, yeah, yeah. if you get of, that. Of the man reacting to the beating. Uh, and what you're mostly going to hear is the bystander that took the video. I know you can do that. This is the I bystander. Know you can do that. So and oh, no, no, no. nothing you can do, man. And so now you can hear the robber mumbling. Hey, hey, no, you, hey, don't. Hey. And nothing you can do, man. Out, don't do that. Don't do that, man. Don't do that. It's the Museum of Torture. I'm leaving. That guy's my hero. Now, <laughs> keep in mind, the story is this guy had already robbed the store earlier in the evening, about yes. midnight. He came back at 3 a.m. and started loading up on tobacco in a garbage can. And they just had enough. And they said, no, you're not doing this anymore. And, and further, he leaves the store and he comes back and he asks for a cup of coffee or something. So <laughs> it wasn't particularly damaged. I was just reading the Modesto B went crazy on this, a big editorial. It was wrong what those 7-Eleven clerks no. did. No, this is what, what everybody ought to do at these stores. Just get out your, your whooping stick and just uh, beat, the, beat the crap out of them. It'll well, stop. the triumphant news is that the San Joaquin County DA, Ron Friedis, has said the 7-Eleven clerks are not going to be facing any charges. All right. And here is the exact sentence. The Stockton 7-Eleven store clerks are not and have never been suspects of the San Joaquin County DA's office. Any investigation going forward is to hold accountable the individual who threatened and attempted to rob them. <laughs> we forgot also, he pretended he had a gun. I watched the video yeah. again. He sort of reaches into his back pocket like he's got a gun. Did you see to his... try to intimidate them. Did you see his mugshot? 
No, I did not. All face tattoos. Oh. Face tattoos. Every guy with face tattoos ought to be rounded up and taken to prison now, immediately. When right. I get in charge, you have a face tattoo. Let's let's skip all the uh, rigmarole here. Let's just go right to prison because you know that's where you're going to be. Crim only criminals wear face tattoos. Nobody else does that. I, I think it's kind of sad. Psychologically, it doesn't indicate you're trying to disguise or change your look because you're sort of ashamed or sad about how you look. It, it's it's a sign that you're, up. that you're violent and insane. That's what it's a sign of. <laughs> I see a face tattoo guy. I am running across the street, getting in my car and hiding. Even a tiny one? or Not even, not one little mark, not one letter, nothing. I don't care what you, uh, what your uh, explanation is. No face tattoos. Uh, remarkably. And nothing on the neck either. Despite what the DA says, the police are still uh, investigating. And they will forward the findings to the DA's office. I imagine they're just investigating the thief. Who, according you know to this story, two other times within the same 24-hour period, he robbed that store before he got beaten over the cigarettes. 7-Eleven should install big screen monitors in the front of all their locations with that video playing on a continuous loop. Let all the local thieves see what happens. And they should and they should give out hand out sticks to all the managers. Yeah. Oh, and look at this. Uh the man that made that video who's doing the commentary. Yeah. His name is Lewis Benton. And he went on Fox News and he said, oh, no, they were just protecting the store. And they didn't hit the guy above the waist. It was all right. below the waist. That's right. Do it on the legs. Yeah. It's very effective. Was... That guy did great play-by-play -play there. Great commentary. But except at the beginning, you heard him say, don't do that. He saw them with the stick. <laughs> well, he's... He said, he, said, he was cautioning, well, don't do that, don't do that. The police will be here or something, he says. And well, then... it's risky, right? Because <laughs> the strategy doesn't work if the bad guy has a gun. Then, then you got in trouble. But if he it doesn't is. have a gun, just let it go. Well, I think uh, this is an important story because yes. if these guys had been charged, that would have been an outrage. No, no we would have started a, a GoFundMe for them. And we're Absolutely. beyond all this civics book uh, no. editorial hey. stuff about, no, you should never hurt anyone who's just there to steal to feed his family. <laughs> yes, oh, you should. Oh, huh? he's not. He's not. Yeah, he's not feeding his family. No, Stop they didn't with say, that. I just I made that up. <laughs> None of them are. No, I hear this still from time to time. They're not feeding their families. They're just thieves. That's they're bad guys. They're thieves. They're taking stuff that doesn't belong to them, and they deserve the big stick. Uh, a big stick right on the ass. <laughs> stick up the ass. That's right. That's I thought you were going to say wherever it fits. All right, when we return, oh, it's classic. I never heard of him either. El Segundo Times staff writer Jeffrey Fleischman has done a long story about the Los Angeles City Library System. And <laughs> this is what they do with their time. And, this, and is, is this, is, this article is the size of War and Peace. Uh, basically what they have to do. Well, okay, there's one great paragraph I'll read as soon as we come back, but you can guess what they're dealing with, which is a lot of vagrants. Sure. And remember, the word homeless is banned, for, and Hun House is banned from That's the show. That's right. They're vagrants. You can call them drug addicts, vagrants, or mental patients, but yes. those are the only words allowed. Are we allowing hobos? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I like that word. That's the word uh, when I was a kid. That's what people called them, hobos. And I think your son used to call him that, didn't he? Oh, uh, yeah. One, yes, he did. One of your sons used to call him. I taught him that word. Oh, you did? Oh, when he was very little, I go, that's a hobo. Hobo, Dad. Hobo. Sounds like a nice word. It does hobo. sound, right? Hobo. Yeah. If, you, if you're not, if you're not uh, feeling uh, angry with them, you can call them hobos.
right, Johnny Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark, live the 20th. Stop shaking your I head I hate at me. that word. You hate the I word? Do. I do. I don't know why. I love that I, word. I, I just don't. It, the sound of it bothers you? Yeah, it's just so dorky. I don't know. I, hobo. <laughs> dorky? Yeah, a hobo is a dork. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we judgmental. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of us. We're figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it it would have been been juicy. The podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. On the radio from 1 till 4 after 4 o'clock on the iHeart app, you have the John and Ken podcast, John and Ken On Demand. You can listen to everything you missed. Well, you know, every now and then, the El Segundo Times has a winner of a story, and it's a very long one by staff writer Jeffrey Fleischman. 
We've not encountered before. He's been around a while, but uh, no, he spent a lot of time on this one. He's on the library beat, but not much he, happens. Well, yes. The story is about the Los Angeles City Library System. They have a central library and 72 branches. The main person that's featured in the story is a man by the name of John Zabo, who oversees the whole thing. Makes $300,000 a year. Jeez. The story, of course, starts off, the sparrows fled the courtyard. It was quiet amid the classics. John Zabo stepped out of the elevator and walked through the sunlit atrium of the central library. He passed a slumbering homeless man who, with the efficiency of a spy, disappeared into stacks of bound archives, hundreds of thousands of relevant and obscure pages, including the 1991 Journal of the American Chamber of Commerce in Japan. That sounds scintillating. Mm. You want to read about the Chamber of Commerce in Japan? I've always wanted to check that out. And every time I go to the library, somebody else has it. 72 branches, $242 million budget is the library system. You scroll down a few paragraphs, and then you get to the heart of the matter. Homeless people shoot up and wash in library bathrooms, belongings piled at their feet. Those with mental illnesses murmur among Homer, Virgil, and Aristotle. You like the way the writer did that? Again, yeah. Bring in the classics. Addicts sit slack-eyed amid foreign language books. And a bust of Gibran Khalil Gibran. You should look that up if you want to know who that is. Over the last eight months, 435 of the library's staff of nearly 1,200 have undergone Narcan training. At least six drug overdose victims have been revived on library property. Social worker Edna Ospans was recently hired at the Central Library to tend to agitated patrons beneath the pastel-toned murals of westward colonization that shine in the rotunda. By the Wasn't way, that just elegant the way he No, he's a pretentious that? clown is what he is. Okay? What, what the story should be, the headline in uh, my newspaper is, uh, L.A. library system turned into a drug addict shelter. That's what the headline is. There's yeah. no way anyone normal is going to make it through this story because it is so densely overwritten with bizarre references that nobody normal would understand. And, it, and he completely buries the main point of this is you've got this, these disgusting, dangerous people living in the library. And instead of throwing them out in the street so that little kids could use it, they're spending lots of money training the librarians to revive dying fentanyl patients. They spend $16 million on an office that deals with, you know, customer outreach, but most of that money is spent on security well, like, and these homeless see, problems. But that's the thing. They, it's the euphemism again. That's why homeless and unhoused are banned, because it's euphemism. $16 million on security, uh, customer outreach. What was the name of the thing again? I'd have to scroll to it. I'm but, looking but, at something but, but, else right now. See, the thing is, what it is, 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 uh, is, is, Drug addict and mental patient assistance. That's what the name of the office should be. That's what they're doing here. And that's not what a library should be within a thousand miles of doing. It should be in a 100% safe place for, for little children to come and, and read. That's it. That's it. And if, and if they're letting in hundreds of homeless people and some of them are dying from drug overdoses and there's needles, they shoot up and wash in the library bathrooms. Can you imagine the diseases and infections that you can get in that, in that bathroom? No. I, it, well, it's true, though. The, 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 the vagrants are filled with diseases and infections. Oh, and you're going to send your kid in 
a little eight-year-old boy to, to uh, do his business? No, you can't. That's disgusting. The, the, this guy should be fired. What's this guy's name again? Zabo? John Zabo. John Zabo. Yeah, S-Z-A-B-O. Yeah, but he's making $300,000, so he doesn't care. He doesn't care. He's got uh, $241 million to spend. And sixteen million go to clean up after the uh, after the vagrants. And how many times do they leave piles of feces around? How many times do they uh, pee in the aisles? How many times? How many of them sit at the computer terminals watching pornography? You know that's a big problem. The pornography watchers. They try to make him look tall and dignified. He's not amidst. Uh, he, he's a he's a fool. a son of the South. He's a raconteur. He's a fool. And the L.A. Times enables these fools. What they do is they send out their own fool to try to turn him into some kind of great literary figure. In 2019, the Central Library and its branches reported 1,500 security incidents, including 107 assaults, mm -hmm. 816 disorderly conducts. Incidents dropped because of the pandemic. They shut down a lot of the libraries, but picked up again in 2022. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 1,362 huh. incidents, 66 assaults, 778 yeah. disorderly conducts. Imagine getting assaulted in a library by a And crazy, they have a lot less visits. They had 10 million visits back in 2018. They're down to 4.5 million. Because who would go in there? It's like nobody goes on Metro buses anymore. Who would take their child in there? You wouldn't go. I wouldn't go. Not in a million years. And they, they call them assaults. That's a nice word, isn't it? Assaults. How about crazy person punching you? Or hitting you. Maybe taking some object and smacking you with it. The theme here is that the libraries are just a reflection of our community. Libraries across the nation are encountering poverty, mental illness, and homelessness. No. Listen to this sentence. The Los Angeles Public Library can at times feel like a surreal other world. Men stalking young female shelvers. <laughs> a man with weeping gangrene. Weeping, what is that? Weeping gangrene? That's, that's the gangrene sores oozing and dripping uh weeping i see like crying yeah, yeah yeah right so there's liquid coming out of the gangrene source and gangrene is when your skin is rotting and you're dying and so Whoa. so the gangrene guy is weeping all over the library while he's stalking some poor girl who's trying to stock the shelves and 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 so this idiot this idiot writer J J jeffrey fleischman instead of writing bluntly and clearly and putting that at the top of the story he, he, he tries to make some pseudo-literary pretentious masterpiece out of it. <laughs> what a buffoon. The picture that accompanied the story is a keeper. People, including members of the homeless community, wait for the Richard Reardon Central Library to open on a Sunday afternoon in downtown L.A. And there they are as the doors open and how much stuff they have. It's like they're bringing all their homeless junk in with them. They're, it's like they're, they're traveling. One guy's got two big bags with them. It's not a community. <laughs> Those are dangerous mental patients, felons, drug addicts, carrying filthy garbage with them. They're weeping gangrene. They've become like I, the metro system. Well, this is a place for homeless people to hang out, so, especially because they're air conditioned. So they've right? destroyed 
the libraries for normal people, yes, for your children, for the elderly who like to go there to relax and, and while away the time. Now the public, and, and we are spending $241 million of tax money, can't use. You read this article, you'd never walk in a library ever again. And instead, they make this this John Zabo character to be some... some uh, oh, yeah, he's some a, sort of distinguished uh, man who's sitting, standing among the rubble, but he's trying to keep the dignity of the library system. Right? This, this is just just insanity. And, and, and is, is Karen Bass proud of this? Are the L.A. County supervisors proud of this? That you have weeping gangrene man wandering around harassing young women? Who, who would take their child in this? Boy, this is so disgusting and a tragedy. All right. Uh, oh, by the way, it's called the Library Experience Office. Run oh. by Karen Pickford Ford, sixteen yeah. million dollars a year. Yeah. Security issues and mental health matters. Yeah, I'm sure she's making six uh, figures. I want to read one more paragraph here. Uh, Julie Huffman, who works at the library, I was at the reference desk and there was a woman screaming like she was being attacked, but no one was around her. She was flailing. They sometimes throw chairs and it gets unruly. They called a therapist. She was schizophrenic. They had to talk to her for 30 minutes. Not a job you want. All right, more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. We're run by horrible people. Uh You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Uh, Coming up after uh, 2 o'clock, we talked about it uh, the other day, but now we're going to have an attorney on by the name of Julie Hamill of the Alliance of Los Angeles County Parents. They're suing Barbara Ferrer and the L.A. County Department of Public Health. And there's a trial coming up in October, First Amendment violations. And there have been some court filings that show that Ferrer tried to censor what was going on uh, on social media, Twitter and Facebook and places like that, where there was unfavorable content about all her crazy masking and isolating rules. And uh, there's even a story that uh, she may have tried to leverage Congressman Adam Schiff yeah. To silence some of her critics. Yeah, she was uh, trying to uh, bully people into wearing masks, and she was faking the uh, hospitalization rates. And when people caught on to it and started uh, beating her up on Twitter, she tried to bully them, too. And then tried to use the government, the federal government, to somehow uh, stop Twitter from allowing these people to protest. So this All is right. what you're dealing with here, a little tin pot dictator. Julie will be our guest after 2 o'clock. Well, everybody loves the ambassador program, and of course, it's uh, been talked about much with the metro system. They put ambassadors out there, and still people are being stabbed and shot. The other place where we talk about ambassadors is West Hollywood, where they've had some problems with the ambassadors doing anything to deter crime. And in this story from Fox 11, uh, it looks like um, some of the ambassadors were doing something else besides uh, trying to deter criminals. Let's listen. This person was coming out of Orbar on La Jolla and Santa Monica Boulevard when they spotted this, what you're about to see happening across the street. And they were very disturbed by it because they said the security ambassadors are supposed to be protecting the city, which has seen a lot of major issues. We're going to break down here shortly. But uh, what they saw was two WeHo block-to-block security ambassadors acting inappropriately with two women, flirting, making out. One ambassador lifted up his block-by-block ambassador shirt to show his abs. 
The images were originally submitted to WeHo Times, and the concerned resident said, you know, given the recent violent crime in West Hollywood, such behavior demonstrates a dereliction of duty. These men were supposed to be on high alert, protecting the citizens of West Hollywood and deterring any sort of crime. There had just been a violent robbery outside the upscale restaurant Craig's last week, and then let's show you this video in July. Three armed suspects that were had handguns and another had a rifle robbed a man a few hundred feet from the L.A. County Sheriff's Department's WeHo station. And then in April, we also have video of another crime that happened. There were four suspects, one of them armed with an AK-47 that robbed at least three outside La Boheme restaurant that is near Orlando Avenue and Santa Monica Boulevard. City officials claim crime overall is down, but violent crime in unincorporated parts of the city are up. Residents recently put the pressure on for the city council to bring back armed deputies after a series of the high profile crimes, including some of the ones I mentioned. And there's a question this morning of whether these ambassadors were on break or maybe had finished their shift. And that's why they thought the behavior was fine. David Aguilar yeah. is a regional vice president of Block by Block, and he sent us this statement, quote, we take matters such as this very seriously. Block by Block ambassadors are expected to conduct themselves in a professional manner at all times. All investigations are handled internally, and this incident's being investigated by our management team and will be addressed according to our company policy. We've also reached out to city officials to get their take on all of this as a debate around these ambassadors versus armed deputies continues. Well, they're just friendly ambassadors, right? They're making, they're he's making meeting out and greeting the public. He's making out with this girl. Oh, yeah. Lifting up oh, his shirt to show his abs. What, Look what? at me, man. I'm a rough and tough ambassador in the streets of WeHo. <laughs> this, this guy. What? I, what it could have been on their own time, their what? lunch break or their, no. Wouldn't you rather have a cop uh, armed with a big gun to deal with all the robberies and smash and grabs going on? He was showing his big guns. He, <laughs> That's it's this ambassador thing, one of the stupid. Oh, it's, it's, it's on weak. the long list of stupid ideas, completely idiotic ideas. You have armed, trained officers who can shoot to kill. That's what you you have always. Not no, don't care, Bucci. Etch your lips off me. All right, coming up next, our guest will be Attorney Julie Hamill of the Alliance of Los Angeles County Parents. This is the lawsuit against Barbara Ferrer and the Public Health Department. First Amendment violations dealing with the whole pandemic shutdown. And we're going to learn what Farrar and her minions were trying to do to silence critics. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark, live the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms.
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.